What's up, fashion enthusiasts? I am your host, Brie Nakia, and this is Behind the Label. So this week, I have a very talented crochet artist and the owner of, say it for me one more time, girl. DBR Stitch. DBR Stitch, Miss Tori. How are you, girl? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So let's just kick this right off. So to start, I wanted to know, how do you manage school, your clothing brand, and if you work, work? Because, like, you're wearing a lot of hats. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. I, uh, when I, like, first started crocheting, um, I did have a job. Um, I was making, like, little cat hat beanies. Um, and they sold, like, hotcakes. Like, I, like, 30 orders um, and made, like, a good amount of money um, in a span of, like, a week. Like, I think I made, like, $600, $700 off just the hats alone, like people DMing me about them. And after that, I was like, oh, I'll just quit my job <laughs> and just crochet and just do school. Um, so like for a good two to three months, I didn't have a job. Okay. Um, like the just the crochet was my job at school, um, which I love so much. Um, but being a business owner, um uh your income can be very wishy-washy like it's not very consistent like that all the time so like once I got all the cat hat orders out um it kind of slowed down so I did have to get a job again um but now I am juggling all three school work and crocheting and it's just a lot of learning time management yeah um definitely that's just been a real like hard it's such a like time management like I'm still working on it you gonna get there uh yes <laughs> but it's a lot of lately it's been a lot of me doing schoolwork like at the last minute kind of thing and then like or like usually like I just had to finish a commission I was doing that like finished it the day of got it in on time um but yeah, it's just been a lot of just focusing on time management and really like being on your ish um, for real and just setting timers like for alarms. I like have a big whiteboard mm-hmm. in my room, um, so I just write down like everything that I have to do and that keeps me on track. You know, that's good. You try to stay organized. You gotta stay organized. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> you'll be everywhere yeah so how do you make time for yourself like do you have time to just get your mind right um yes I always make sure I have time for myself and I always make sure I have time for like either downtime or sleep I take my sleep very seriously um so yeah like I prioritize that over everything but I always try to fit in some me time because if I don't I will literally go crazy like I'm an only child so I'm very used to being alone Mm -hmm. by my lonely and I love it I'm very comfortable in that um so I do try and prioritize that as well that's good I really love that for you yeah I really love that for you (laughs) okay so what does the very DVR. DVR, girl. I don't know why I keep doing that. Okay. DVR. I'm going to remember it this time. I'm sorry. Yeah. What does DVR stitch mean to you? Like, what was the concept behind that? Um, so, DVR stitch, a lot of the time people ask me, oh, like, how'd you come up with this name? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was mainly 
just me. I created like a Pinterest board mm-hmm. of just like all the things that I like resonate with me, speak to me. Um, and a lot of it was just individuality and being a deviant in a sense. Okay. Um, I was reading that on your, your page here. Yes. Dedicated to deviance. Um, just going against like the norm, going against like a lot, like a lot of time on MSU's campus, I see people wearing like just the same thing. And I kind of just look at that like, damn, like hive mentality, just everybody's doing the same thing just to fit in. Mm -hmm. And I really like the idea of standing out and um, really doing your own thing and having an outfit that makes people like snap their neck and be yeah. like, let me get a double take. Oh, what you got on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even if it's like bad or good, like, oh, what she got on? Or, like, mm-hmm. whoa, like that's so cool. Like the good and the bad is good to me. Like I take all of it, but I just feel like individuality is important, but also being a deviant, like that means to me at least, um, just going against the status quo, um, really prioritizing doing your own thing. I feel like a lot of the time people kind of want to emulate other people, whether it's music, whether it's fashion, whatever. And I feel like that's cool to get inspiration, yeah. but make it your own and have your own twist on it at the end of the day um, and to not just outright copy other people. So I feel like that's what it means to me being a deviant is not so much like that, like the traditional definition kind of means like, oh, like they're a troublemaker, this, mm-hmm. that, and the third. But I kind of see being a deviant as, yes, you could be a troublemaker, but it's like. It's going against the grain. Yeah. Like it's, it's okay to go against the exactly. grain and to go your own path. That's kind of what it means to me. Okay. I like that. So with that, how do you feel about like aesthetics then? Like, do you. Feel like people that have aesthetics should like branch out, like or fit into that one aesthetic. Like, how do you feel about that? Um, what aesthetics? I feel like everybody should tap into all aesthetics. Honestly. Okay, yeah, I agree. Because um, for me, I love like all like kind of like the Aaliyah word kind of dressing of just being real all um all wearing all black and stuff like that. I love that, but I also love earth tones and um incorporating that as well um so those are like two different aesthetics but i kind of sometimes i'll be more emo sometimes i'll be more oh earth girl she's wearing green and neutral tones and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um so i do like to tap into both kind of combine both together maybe um but i feel like aesthetics just as long as you don't lose yourself in the aesthetics is very important like still like you can still tap into aesthetics and and do like this and a third but still like have your own spin on it right like don't just make that your whole your whole thing whole thing just like box yourself with one aesthetic like no like don't i encourage people to not do that and to just like oh, I'm going to tap into this aesthetic this one day or this one week or, oh, I'm feeling this other aesthetic this next week. Like, really, like, switch it up. Like, don't box yourself in. Yeah, I like that. I agree. Because 
one aesthetic can get boring. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's really boring over time. Mm-hmm. All right. So how would you like to see your brand evolve within the next year? Um, I want to see more people in my pieces. Um, I know um, I am a crochet artist that doesn't really do a lot of the traditional, like, crochet stuff, like scrunchies or just, like, basic tube tops or this kind of thing. Um, what I design is a little bit more for the girls, the gays and the days, but also um, it's more on the sexy side. Yeah, because I'm feeling this. Yes. What you have on right now. Thank so you. Um, so I do understand that like a lot of times, like some people might not be comfortable enough wearing my stuff. Um um, so I am kind of trying to find like a nice medium of sexy, but still like, oh, like you're still comfortable in it. Um, but yeah, in the next year, I really just want to keep creating more pieces, um, and more fashion shows as well. I already did a fashion show with, um, Underground Village. Yeah, I was talking to you about that. How was that? Yes, it was my first fashion show. Um, well, congratulations. Yes, because I saw you. the pics and you were killing it. It was really nice. Yes. Um, and it was funny because like that day I was just so exhausted because I had um like two days before like I had photo shoots because I still kind of like do my own modeling on mm-hmm. the side, um, just for fun. And so I did like two photo shoots, uh, back to back, and then I had the fashion show and. I was still kind of like getting stuff together for the fashion show last minute and it was all a lot. So I ended up just, I didn't even like dress up for it for a film. I just wore like this oversized hoodie, my Beyonce hoodie, um, and no makeup and just called it a day. I really wanted my pieces to speak for themselves yeah. and to like me just being in the, I couldn't want to be more in the background. I didn't want to give. Uh, pictures taken. <laughs> but I still got pictures taken, anyways. But yeah, overall, um, it was really nice. nice. I had so much fun. I was nervous for like no reason at all. That's like it be. all worked out. Yeah, <laughs> it just be like Ooh, I'm gonna be nervous till I get there mm-hmm. and get into it. It'd be like, oh. yeah, like once once you in it, like it's just like, oh, like, what was I dreaming for? Literally, because yeah, and that's how I just was. Cause I was <laughs> nervous like before we start talking. I'm like, Ooh. but we talking. It's like, okay, yeah. what you nervous about? Like, yeah, so I feel you for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so I noticed within your bio that you had um, slow fashion. So I wanted to ask you, like, what's your take on fast fashion, and how do you feel about that? Um, I would say fast fashion. Like, I don't really like it. Um, if you wear it, you know, no, like, not this new. Go ahead and do what you do. Um, within your budget, but for me, I really appreciate slow fashion or just fashion that, um, just like it, there was like work behind it that wasn't just like, oh, like a sweat factory, you know? Um, my friend Leah, like I bought pieces from her. Um, she's an amazing designer. Um, and I really feel like as we move towards like the future, I hope more people kind of shy away machine and attending yeah, all that and really invest in your local um designers yep. um 
But yeah, I just feel like she in, like if you buy stuff from she in, like it's not gonna last. It's not. It's like, definitely not at all. And so then it just goes to the dump, and then they dump it out. Like I heard, like it doesn't even get like recycled properly. It just like stays. Nope, it just stayed in the dump, mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't biodegrade because it's made with plastics and stuff. So it takes yeah. a while for it to even. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I just. I feel like in the future there will be more of a trend of wanting to be an individual and be different. I feel like that's like you wanting to be different is very good because I feel like um, it'll encourage more people to make their own things yeah. or, you know, be like, oh, you can't get this nowhere. Like it's one of one, like knowing that nobody else going to have your outfit at the party. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that is it kind of gives you a boost of confidence like yeah i got something on that nobody else gonna ever find in the stores or anything like that like you know your shit is authentic um one of one piece like i feel like um a lot of people want to be individuals and stick out but they end up not doing that because i mean they're wearing like she and like I can tell like somebody who's really into fashion you could tell when something is just like low quality and so I just be looking like I don't know (laughs) maybe the girls don't know that it looks low quality but yeah I just just want the girls to step their cookies up (laughs) and to really invest in pieces or make your own stuff like crocheting it's a really cheap hobby to get into like Yarn is like six, seven dollars at Joanne's, and you can get you a crochet hook for like five dollars. Mm-hmm. You can even get crochet stuff at the dollar store. I Definitely, yeah, you can. Um, so it ain't it ain't nothing to do it. I know like sewing is a little bit more expensive, like a sewing machine is yeah, very expensive. Definitely. But I encourage y'all to either learn how to crochet, learn how to do knitwear. I know a lot of people are doing like the circular. Um, knit machines that you oh, can yeah, get from like Joanne's, and you can easily make really cute tops with that. Yeah, I see those. Um, so yeah, I encourage y'all to like really either like make your own stuff, experiment, even like with just your own clothes. With like, if you get some denim, um, try and like either cut it up, kind of make it your own, mm-hmm. and kind of like that's like a really start it is because that's where i'm starting it with my denim i did this hat and i did these shoes it's It's like just thank you just getting into it and i have a sewing machine so i just been hopping on there and it's like you don't need um what's those things called the 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 layouts and stuff you could just take clothes that you already have Mm -hmm. and cut your fabric out through that like yes yes you don't even need like a whole pattern yeah that's what they call them patterns you Mm -hmm. really can just like go off of your own clothes and really just make that have that like you already have the foundation right you know what i'm so saying just just make it happen mm-hmm. and then you will have more unique pieces in your closet if you're making them yourself like you said like mm-hmm. don't nobody got this out. exactly <laughs> so yeah. it's just like stepping out and just experimenting and finding what works for you like just trying different things to see, okay, what do I like more? Do I like to sew or do I like to crochet? Yeah. And what sticks out to you and what resonates with you mm-hmm. the most. 
So what are some things that you would like to change within the industry, the fashion industry? And in what ways do you think you can contribute to that change? Changing? I don't, I don't really think, I don't really think that far ahead for it. Um, just like what I want to change in the fashion industry. Um, I would like to see a lot more diversity within models. Um, I know for my recent or like my first photo shoot for my brand, um, both of my models were short, um, five, four, I think five, three. Yeah. Like one was five, two and one was about like five, three. Um, and I wanted it that way because I'm also a short girly who has, uh, dreams of being a model and it's hard out here for us. Um, they don't like a lot of, I've kind of given up on, um, signing to a, agency just because I'm just like mm, is it really realistic for me to like pursue this and I'm sure I know I could do like commercial modeling um but I kind of just put that to the back burner but I really do want to see more short girls I want to see all shapes and sizes on a runway um but yeah I think that's what I, I really like to see change okay and I think I could agree with, with those casting calls they always won't Five seven and above, five mm-hmm. eight and above. It's like okay, but the short girls are eating the girls too, and the model walks be eating the girls down. Yes. So let's give them a chance to. I don't know why modeling has to be like a tall girl thing. So exactly. I agree. Like I, I get like why they want more tall models because clothes look better on them per se, um, and they also have like sample sizes. So like a lot of brands they'll only make like a certain size so like they won't really include um people on the plus size um spectrum um but yeah i just feel like that's really lame and that everybody should be seen on the runway i love what rihanna has done with um her lingerie line yeah. and just with her having all shapes and sizes yeah, on her she definitely includes everybody mm-hmm. and then she made Victoria's Secret do the same thing yeah. like yeah, I think time. yeah and I just I really look up to Rihanna because she really is the trendsetter um in the fashion industry for yeah, sure she is she's that girl mm-hmm. she is that girl she be giving the girls for sure yes she be giving the girls yeah I agree yeah, so I wanted to say something from that, and I was <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I lost my train of thought, but no, for real though, like they want these people to buy their clothes though. Like you want all shapes and sizes to buy your clothes and wear them, so you definitely should include them within that runway aspect. Like, yes, just, it's like a way bigger market, and like thinking of like money wise, business wise, like you want to make more money, right? So right. just include all people, all people, so mm-hmm. you can make that money. All right. Well, you answered that. I was going to ask you what is fashion mean to you, but I think you gave me that answer. Um, is there anything that you would like to add? Um, I guess um, for my brand, uh, I really like to make girls feel sexy. Um, that's kind of like the goal of my brand is to really make girls and everybody in to feel really hot and sexy when they wear my clothes, um, just to give them a boost of confidence 
if I can help them out with that, like that'd be amazing. That's really just like my primary goal at the end of the day. Like making money is whatever, like that's just a plus. But I really want to create something for people to um enjoy and to um really feel confident in. Um because that's something like my confidence was not where it was um today like uh, I say like two three years ago um really kind of felt like I'd never like wear anything revealing or anything like that like I used to like love the baggy clothes and there's nothing wrong with that I love baggy clothes and I still wear baggy clothes Mm -hmm. um but I kind of just wanted to step out of my comfort zone and that's kind of what I'm doing with my brand BBR Stitch um because I'm also like in my journey like in my 20s of wanting to wear more revealing stuff wanting to feel more sexy and really um step into my womanhood say so um, embodying that femininity like, like yes And I really just really want to tap into that. Um, I kind of treat my brand like kind of as my alter ego. Um, so I could feel comfortable to step out and be like, yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm sexy. Like I'm the shit. Like I really, it is. Yes. (laughs) Like I, I really want myself and others to feel that way. Um, so yeah, that's really my goal. And I really, really love that. Like, I really do because confidence definitely sometimes is something that has to be built. Like, mm-hmm. I feel you. Because a couple years ago, I was not confident either, girl. I, I just really, I didn't want, like, I don't want nobody to even see me like this. Like, so I definitely understand that. So I'm going to be tapping in. I need a couple pieces. Yes. I need a couple pieces for sure. Like this top. I just like this top. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Yes, no problem. Thank you for having me. Of course. Anytime. I really am excited to see what you have to offer us in the future. Yes. Please stay tuned. Um, My Instagram is uh, at BBRStitch. My TikTok is actually not the same name. It's uh, Icky Vicky's World, which is funny because that was going to be my brand name. Um, Icky Vicky? Yeah, Icky Vicky's world. world. Like, that was going to be my brand name. But I was just like, mm, I like Icky Stitch better. Um, I do too. I think it fits. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's still like my TikTok name because I had that TikTok name before I even thought of my brand. And I just never changed it. Um, I will, though. <laughs> for now, it's Icky Vicky's world. Um, but yeah, I do um, post a lot on my TikTok. And I've garnered like a large, like, Crochet following. Um, okay, cool. So, yeah, if you want to see more of me, those are my handles. Yes, I want to make sure for the YouTube that I put it on the screen. I'll put you in the description box okay. so they can get right to you, girl. So, once again, thank you so much. And I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. All right, y'all. Peace.